here we go. Episode two. Mm. <laughs> Is this episode two? Well, if we're not using episode three. Or episode, if we're not using the real episode I thought two. we were going to re-record that episode. Okay, this is an episode <laughs> of Drunk Nuns. <laughs> All um, right. We're recording. We're drinking some hard cider right now. So we're recording in our dormitory. This is definitely not... We're not drunk at all. Mm-mm. I don't think we can even get drunk on this stuff. No, I don't think so. And we yeah. only had four. So, um, also, yeah. So, mm. right now we're in Sister... The convent. We're at the convent. We're at the convent. We're at the monastery. Yeah, in my dorm room. Mm. Um, so hopefully nobody hears us. Or walks in. Or walks in. <laughs> if anybody walks in, that'll be rough. If it just, like, abruptly stops, you know why. Mm-hmm. Yep. No explanation. Just gone. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Cool. Sister Deborah. That's Ooh. my name, Deborah. I couldn't remember it. <laughs> I can't get drunk off this stuff. I don't know about you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Sister Deborah's a lightweight. And <laughs> I am. I'm not ashamed on. of it. <laughs> get to know that you're rooted in your identity. I'm so proud. Mm. Okay, Sister Martha, what are we talking about Okay, today, today we're talking about politics. Fun. Oh, mixed, <clears throat> mixed feelings, really, about this. But a really big thing just happened in our home country. Um, We've said where we're from. Or did we? Okay, great. So anyway, if you can't figure it out, you'll have figured it out by now, to be honest. Yeah, for real. It's not rocket science. <laughs> we're from America. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to let them figure it out. <laughs> mm. <laughs> anyway. Let me sing you our national anthem. <laughs> That'll be your first guess. First hint. Which anyway. I would say, okay, so like backstory. What is, how did you grow up with like politics? So let's just start off with there, maybe our personal experience. That's with. a really good idea. Mm. So I grew up. Let me make sure we're recording. Yeah, we are. Oh, okay, praise. Okay, mm. I grew up in a very Republican household. Mm. Um, my dad was on the Republican committee for our area. Wow. Um. Yes, had related people to me. <laughs> People yeah. that were related to you me. You have a lot of people related to you in, in politics. Politics. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, a lot of people who our community would look at for like guidance. Mm. I was a pastor's kid. I think mm. I mentioned that. Growing up I was a pastor's kid and my dad like wasn't the only brother. There was like other brothers that were also pastors. So there was like a lot of people in like the church that we went to that would look up to them. Yeah. And the political advice was also something that they would look at as yeah. well. So, yeah, I grew up very Republican, mm. very conservative yeah. views. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very involved, I would say. Yes, it was a big, big deal to vote or not vote. You knew what a township was. Yes, so I knew what a that. township was. <laughs> I, I did not knew, know. I knew about my local government. I know who all my local government's like names are super impressive like I could I could tell you who they were and we had we had this one high school teacher <laughs> who would take signs oh. of like our local um of our local like senators and stuff like mm. vote for this person he would take the signs and hang them up around his room and then whoever oh, I thought would you were gonna win, say like give extra credit if you like brought in a oh, sign oh yeah from people school. would do that people would bring in oh. signs for him like somebody stole a Donald Trump sign oh it was so funny 
Um, but like some of them would like get neighbors chased down and be like, "Stop stealing my sign!" <laughs> anyway, so people would like bring in like political signs that people would put up in their yard, and okay. he would hang them all around his room, and then he would take down whoever lost. Oh my gosh! <laughs> That's so intense. It was really funny, and he was very obviously a Republican as well, and yeah. so you could like. Get you could vibe. tell how proud he was when mm. he would take down, like, a certain... And our, just, like, our <laughs> whole area had been Republican for, like, decades and decades. So mm-hmm. it was never, like, a shock who would win the election. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Our rep has been a Republican for probably for as long as reps have been around. I don't know. Which is a little bit ironic, considering how this current election just turned out. Yeah. But... Okay, so, like, my... My background with politics is I grew up, I think, pretty similar in the sense of, like, also super conservative, very, like, Republican. Um, I would say my parents weren't actually super about the party. They were very much about, like, one issue voting. Yeah. And so, yeah, very much about specifically abortion or specifically, I don't know, certain things. Um, But actually... And my dad was very, like, open-handed and, like, I don't know, encouraged a lot of discussion about it. He was, yeah. like, a philosophy major, so we t- had a lot of conversations. Also, fun fact, I grew up in my early childhood in, like, Eastern Europe, and so my parents had kind of seen communism firsthand mm-hmm. and lived in a yeah. post-communist world, and so had a lot of really strong feelings about that because they lived in it. And very unique views. Yeah. Because they've seen it firsthand. Yeah, and had also kind of seen, like, media and the role of media in that space and so had a lot of, like, experience and were, like, these young, you know, 20-something kids kind of living through it. Do you want a piece of my ice? Oh, because yeah, you I have do. No more yeah, ice. I have no more ice. Wow, Yeah, just go you. ahead oh and reach gosh. for it. Thanks. You can have both because I kind of like them lukewarm. Oh, That's really? really what weird. is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> I ask myself that question daily. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) But I think I kind of grew up always just really being like, oh my gosh, my parents are amazing. They know everything. Like, I just like really trust and respect them. Oh, yeah. You know, like... I feel like any kid whose parent is a pastor. Yeah. You grow up with that until you're like 16. Then you're like, what the heck are you doing? Wait a second. There's things you never told me about. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, maybe you could just even go with, like, that's just the normal path of any teenager. That's true. But in our early childhood, we joined a ministry that was literally (laughs) praying for politics. So. 24-7. Yeah, 24-7. That was, like, what we did. And so we're very involved. Like, from a young age, I, like, I don't know, knew all the Supreme Court justices. So we were, like, lived in D.C., did lots of, like, crazy stuff in D.C. I lived in the East Coast. So we were, like there a lot to this day dc is still very like near and dear to my heart um but it was very black and white like this is right and this is wrong and this is evil and this is good yeah and like we're praying against like certain people <laughs> you know as oh like they are the antichrist kind oh, of situation <laughs> yeah and and now that i've kind of gotten older and i've kind of like i'm outside of that sphere I really appreciate what they were trying to do and I really appreciate everything I gained from that experience and like being a part of that ministry and things like that like yeah super thankful for it that perspective but I would say my political views have definitely changed and now I'm not super I would say of my leanings I probably lean more like liberal than I do conservative and have just kind of changed a lot of my views um yeah. So really love and respect my parents, yeah. but definitely I'm a little bit like, mm, 
<laughs> Should we legislate morality? I'm a little unsure now, actually. Yeah. This is a lot messier than I was led to believe as, like, 11, 12, 13-year-old, you know. Yeah. Um, so your parents are probably chanting, expose, expose, they expose. They are. For sure chanting, expose, expose, expose. 110%. <laughs> Definitely posted all the different prophecies about how Trump was going to be president um, on all the Facebook pages. If you don't know what we're talking about, Lou Engel put out something about exposing mm. um, uh, Biden the same way that Mordecai was exposed in the book of Esther. Mm-hmm. Um, Brought truth to light. Yes. Super intense. Yeah, and it was a, yeah, it was an interesting piece of <laughs> media that you put out yeah <laughs> it was a video wasn't it i feel like we'd have a whole other conversation about like the role of like religion and politics and where yeah, that overlaps that's true but, and prophecy and politics oh man yeah let's like leave that's another okay new topic if no, people <laughs> want to know <laughs> <laughs> our views on this we are not like educated in this <laughs> per se <laughs> i mean we've both taken bible courses yeah and like have Definitely had our fair share in theology. Yeah. I think we probably even have slightly different views. Oh, yeah. I definitely would agree. Politically, we definitely have different Mm. views. Yeah. So what do you think right now about what's going on in the States? Yeah. With all of this craziness happening, (laughs) you living across the world. Yeah. Also, side note, neither of us voted this time. (laughs) So... I, I'm sorry, like, Dad. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm personally very aware that the next four years I can have zero complaints about because I had no yeah. no no voice, like no oh, yeah. choice. I, I didn't say anything about it. So Yeah. Anytime like, somebody asks me here, what do you think about the election? I go, It is what it is. It happened. <laughs> That's what happened. Yep. But you tried to vote. Well, I looked up what I would need <laughs> to do to vote and that's as far as I got. <laughs> And my family every every week when I would call them. Oh. So did you get your voters ballot yet? Mm. Oh yeah, it's still in the mail somewhere. Oh my god. No. no, but I'm not. Yeah, they know I didn't vote, but mm. that was as far as I got as me of me trying. I think I looked it up for two minutes and was like, "Huh, oh, this seems like a mess. I'm not doing this." Yeah, honestly, same. But that's because I've had cousins who have lived overseas and mm. have tried, and then gotten their ballots way too late. Like. Literally, the president was already picked, yeah. and they finally got their ballot in the mail. And so I was yeah. like, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Just felt, felt so ridiculous. Yeah, I think I kind of gave up as well. Mm-hmm. I looked at it, and I was like, hmm, this seems not going to work. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like situation. <laughs> I think we'll just... Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so what do you, how, how do you feel living on the other side of the world... Right. ...with this craziness going on in America right now? Yeah, I think it's super weird because to okay, to be fair, I did kind of isolate myself from a lot of news sources. Mm. I I intentionally didn't kind of look it up, but on election day there was this weird like excitement that hit me. That it's kind of like game day where I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. and I just kind of started being yeah. like, yes, yes, like here we go. Like, yes. As a pretty like you know non non political person, number one, number two, didn't vote. Yeah. You know, so really had no kind of and didn't even really follow any of the like debates or like yeah. pros and cons. Didn't not do a ton of research. Like talk to my friends about it, but I think the extent of all my like really seeing stuff was really on Instagram, mm. and I think that's really weird. This this social media part 
of politics right now where just everything and everyone's opinion is on social media all the time and people are sharing things and like on one hand as we kind of saw with like Black Lives Matter and all like the racial reconciliation stuff like that just exploded on social media right so quickly and just got shared and cross-posted and oh my lord Oh, yeah, that Your, happened the other day. Your uh, room is falling apart. <laughs> no, it's just the tape is old, and we Great. need to put new tape. Oh, well, that's exciting. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we'll just put it up again later. Amazing. Anyway. Yeah. And so I think that's, like, really weird, because it feels weird to be, like, I'm not there, I'm not actually seeing any of this firsthand, I'm getting, like, someone else's perspective. Right. And like dozens of them. Yeah. Of like different people's perspective. And so it felt very much like that with the election as well. Yeah. Just being like, well. But mm-hmm. I felt a little, I, it just felt exciting. I was just like, yeah. like I'm gonna check every like couple, like every hour or two, see yes. like how we're doing and like enjoy all the funny memes. Like, right. it just felt kind of like exciting game day kind of vibes. Right. <laughs> Oh my word! I totally agree. I got up at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, you were way watching. more committed than I was. I had a ball. I love watching the numbers come in. Like I just have such fond memories of going to yeah. like parties of yes of political Did you ever have cake. Yes, and you would like color in like the state with like the color you had On different the cake. Yeah, okay, two wait. different kinds of icing. Okay, we definitely didn't have. That extreme, but definitely I've oh. been at, like, parties where people have won and we've eaten cake. Oh, okay, eaten well, cake. never mind. <laughs> but I definitely was, like, I was a kid and I had a coloring sheet and I would color yeah. in the state. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, no, we never went as far as cake. That's what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that for my kids. I don't have children. <laughs> if I ever... All right, kids, if I ever, about the electoral college. <laughs> if I ever break out of the monastery and have children. Yeah. No. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. I'm a nun. It's fine. Um, but anyway... So, I love watching that kind of stuff, yeah. and I actually have looked into media and read up on news sources and oh, so um, read about, yeah, different Way to be things. a good citizen. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even vote. <laughs> but I, I, I do educate myself on U.S. politics, and I think it's yeah. just... Mm. being in being where we're at at this monastery with so many people from so many different cultures so many different backgrounds people always ask about it and i'm to be honest i send them to you i'm like i'm not gonna give any commentary go go talk to sister deborah recently but for real they don't want to hear my opinion (laughs) so like i i am someone on on this campus who people know will talk about politics. Mm. And it's, I think it's because the reason I'm willing to talk about it is because I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know? So if I had no idea what I was talking about, I would be like, no, I'm not talking to you about politics, but I have done the research and I have looked into things and I do have yeah. an opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm not very good at, yeah, exercising my right to vote, but whatever. Mm. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I feel really bad for all like the, Woman suffrage movement. Yeah. You know, I'm like, they worked so hard I to know. give me this voice. And I... And frick, we move away for a few years and just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's her name? Susan B. Anthony? Yep, anyway. Moving yep. on. Rip to her, but thank you, Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> um, we love you. But, mm. where was I going with this? Anyway, I do have strong opinions about how... Um, or maybe not strong, but I have opinions yeah. about how I think it should have turned out and mm. should have um, went. But, mm. 
yeah, I also am totally okay with how it turned out as well. Like, I'm, I'm willing to accept whoever as my president, and I'm just like, great. And, I mean, we're not even, yeah, it's fine, so we'll fix it later. The walls are falling down around us. But I think something, so this will be a good segue. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) I think something that people don't realize Mm. is how much effect the president has on the rest of the world. Yeah. And living overseas, that has played a huge part in yeah. my decision of who I supported for who I support for president yeah. this election. Yeah. And I think that if I was still living in America and voting, I would have voted differently than hmm. living over here now and looking at and things seeing from this a different perspective. perspective. Yeah. Because there is just like Americans don't even know how much power we have. Mm. And like yeah talking to people around here, like, they realize world power. They realize, Mm. like, the influence that we have. And I even know people who woke up at 4 or 5 in the morning who are not American, who are living over here from other countries, and woke up to watch the election. And were constantly checking it on their phone just as much as I was. Yeah. For a country that's not even their own country. Yeah. And so... Like, I would be hard-pressed for Americans to be as involved with another country's politics... Yeah. As people are with American politics. Yeah. Frank, I don't even know what's going on in our country's politics. Like, in the country we're living Mm. in right now, I have no idea what's happening. I'm just like, great, these people vote in this person, and (laughs) if I vote, then I vote for the people who vote for that person. Like, Mm. cool. I have no idea. I know what the main person's name is, and that's it. Yeah. I don't know what they stand for. I don't know what Mm. political party they're affiliated with. Mm. I don't know a single name of a political party for that matter. (laughs) And I'm living in this country. Mm. And to me, that's just mind-boggling that people have opinions from other countries about how America's country votes and how America's country runs. Yeah. I think it's been really interesting to see the election from almost a different nation's perspective Mm -hmm. about like how it will affect them and how public policy could change or not change or like the, um, the value of the dollar and like things like that. And just kind of realizing the part we play in the world at large Mm -hmm. that we actually do affect other people and other people affect us. And we're not just kind of doing our thing alone across like, as I think a lot of Americans and I, And it also feels really distanced and removed. Like, I feel like a lot of Americans are so in it and they're just, like, so involved. And I also feel this kind of, like, distance of, like, okay, on one hand, we really do affect the world. And that's super crazy. Mm. More than I thought. And on the other hand, actually, the rest of the world is still, like, functioning and going and, like, I don't know, like, just being... I feel like everyone in the United States is under such, like, everyone has, like, high blood pressure. You know, right. everyone's, like, going crazy. Like, mm-hmm. they've been living in this world and, like, making friends and enemies depending on who you vote for. And, like, yeah. here it's, like, a couple of days and it's super intense. But then after that, it's, I don't know, it, it feels way more removed Yeah. in that sense. It doesn't feel like life or death. Yeah. Or I feel like a lot of people I know are like, this is life or death. It's so true. And I think also, like, so... Yeah. We know who the president's going to be, but they're also not... Do you... Yeah, I mean, people what? are still holding oh, out, like... Yeah. <laughs> nope, it's all going to change. It. It's going to be a Bush Al Gore situation. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> yeah, I even told you that the other day. I was like, yeah, there's people holding out for a Bush Al Gore. Whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I've talked to real people that are like, hmm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, it's going to happen. Yes, definitely. Praying that one through. I'm like, okay. Oh, my word. Yeah, if you don't know what happened in Bush and Al Gore's situation, so um, Al Gore was pronounced the president by media. And then 30 days later after For- or, Florida. Or president-elect, basically. Yes, yeah, president-elect. And then 30 days later, after Florida recounted, um, it actually turned out that Bush had won that state, and mm. that pushed him over the 270 line, and so George Bush was our president for a second term. So, that's what people are holding out for with this Trump-Biden situation. they didn't make that decision until, like, December 14th or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they made it, like, on the deadline yeah. of when the government has to say, like, who is the, the next president that's going to mm. be sworn in on January 20th. Yeah. And so, people are saying, like, oh, there's still a whole nother month for us mm. to figure out who the president is. Yeah. And we can't trust the news sources. Like, right. we can only trust um, the the government. Like, I think it was Epoch Times. Did mm. I send you this link? No. Okay, I must have sent it to someone else. But I sent someone a link from the <laughs> Epoch Times. Bless that person, whoever you are. <laughs> you out there, you know you who you are. There. Yeah. But there was, this, there was this thing on the Epoch Times about, like... Great how we shouldn't listen to media and like this is the wow. actual numbers amazing of what was happening so, and so good yeah so good but so there's a lot of people who are still like uh yeah, like, yeah it could all change like, whatever but at the same time like there's yeah we know who the next president's gonna be but none of his stuff is able to actually take action right until january yeah and so when january hits is there gonna be a huge shift right I mean, government in America moves so slow, but... Yes and no. Yeah, yeah it's true. Because if you have enough people... Right. ...that are Democrats Depending in the on, houses... Yeah. ...like in the Congress, then it can move very, very fast. Yeah. Super fast. So it's almost like that's the more important race. Right. Oh, mm. I think for sure those are the more important races. But those are the races no one votes in. You know? Like, everyone well, shows up for, like, the presidential... Right, election, but if you but... go and vote for the presidential election, you just have to finish filling out the paper and then you vote for the rest of them. But it's interesting to me that people, like, don't know who the representatives are versus they, everyone knows about president. Yeah. And we were talking about this, too, about, like, okay, what is the president? Yeah. Who is he? Like, what voice does he have? Because I think if you look through American history, like, <clears throat> the president didn't have a lot of power at right. all. He was kind of a military person, um, but he was kind of, like... I don't know, maybe, like, the face, the brand, the PR, the, you know, kind of person like that, and he, mediator, you know, it really was his cabinet, like, who does he put into these other places of power that he has the power to kind of do, though, that's really, that's pretty influential, Yeah. but I think we've had kind of in the past, like, I don't know, at the very beginning, going back to Washington, like, he was a a military leader, like, that's who he was. And you can kind of see that that pattern of, like, military leaders kind of becoming president versus, you know, I wouldn't say that now we are looking for a military leader. Mm. Like, that's not kind of what the presidency is anymore. Right. Even though his, like, main power is being able to, like, veto things and then, like, put, like, start a war for three months before the house is like, nope, we're not going to do that. Call everyone back. Right. You know? So true. (laughs) But, like, no one even knows. I think another thing about politics and history is you Mm. had... So many different people from so many different political parties. Because at the beginning, it also yeah. just wasn't two parties. Right. Like, it started to turn into two parties. But, yeah. like, if you go back and look at the early elections, there's, like, four or five different main party people yeah. that are running. 
And even still, these days, we'll get, like, every so often a third party. Like, Gary Johnson had enough of a following in the last two elections to mm. be counted mm. on the ballot mm. with his name written there. You could check his name in some in some states, not all states. Great. But, <clears throat> so, in the past, it was so much more diverse, no matter who was elected president. Like, his cabinet had people that were more on diverse. Yeah, on yeah. both sides, on all sides, on all, yeah. whatever. They weren't just from one party. Yeah. But now we're at this moment where we it's choose so, the president. so polarized. Right. And so everybody in the cabinet is all going to be Democratic or everyone in the cabinet is all going to be Republican. Yeah. And so it's no longer a moment of or like a decision of putting people around you who have different viewpoints. You only want people around you who have the same viewpoints. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's honestly dangerous. Like, yeah. I don't think that that's a good thing for our our country to have it so polarized. To have it Well, that's so... the definition of a cult. Number one, they don't let you leave. Number two, everyone believes the exact same thing. Oh my god, America. <laughs> <laughs> they don't let you leave. Okay, we well... got out just in time. <laughs> quick. Okay, right now people are not allowed to leave. You know COVID going on? Hashtag COVID. <laughs> I don't know. Is it COVID? Is it something else? I don't know. Maybe I should join this whole anti-Biden thing. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right, Lou, I go on with you now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> a fun fact about us. We love Alexander. Oh, my gosh. We love the musical Hamilton. So good. Talked about it till we had a two-party system. We're going to get copyrighted if we sing too much of it. Okay, that was a very... No one will know where that song is from. Like, that lyric is very odd. You know, beginning of the second act. You know, no one will know. You're literally telling okay, people fine. to find it. <laughs> Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't swallow for a second. All right. Yeah. But anyway. But I mean, that's true. That's It's so interesting to see kind of the history of presidents and the history of politics and to know that like our founding fathers were just as petty and just as oh. crazy and just like we think that you know they were these saints and today you know it's just crazy and mudslinging yeah. and oh it's just so dramatic and I'm like no no yeah let's not you know call someone noble like right they were just petty af yeah. you know and even like today if you go to Washington and see like oh why they have this statue here and why they have this yeah. painting there's so many meanings of like oh we worship Washington like this is why we do it this oh. way like Abraham Lincoln I yeah. think I told you this before oh, he me. is facing away from Virginia yeah. because Virginia seceded from the Union like his statue oh, yeah. South, his huge oh. what is that called the Lincoln Memorial yeah yeah it's facing away from Virginia oh. for that reason and it is petty oh yeah and it is completely on purpose too they like. Uh, I was, like, watching something that they just, like, one of the, there's something between, like, John Adams and, like, Jefferson and Hamilton, right? And they were, like, calling each other all sorts of names, like, a hermaphrodite. You know what that is? No, I've never heard that word in my life. who's born with both genders. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you sure you're pronouncing that correctly? No, not at all. That's a really great point. Who knows? I'm going to start using that. You freaking hermaphrodite. I know. No one's going to know what it means because I was like, who calls another politician that? Like, you guys don't know that person is also. Well, like, even when people, 
like today I feel like we have a totally different connotation for the word bastard. Mm. But like back then it a bastard was someone who was born out of wedlock. Yeah. And so no, yeah. and that was that was an insult. Yeah, that was a super that they big would deal. use. Yeah. And they used that in Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. And they it was such a big deal, yeah. And your honor and, you know, who mm-hmm. you were and what you were trying to build and, like, they're trying to build this thing and then also, you know, this country and, like, how we're going to work this out. But they were also just, like, kind of terrible people. Yeah. Really passionate people, yeah. really terrible people. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, in that sense, I don't think humanity has changed. I don't think yeah. politics has changed. I think it always will be a, a source of heated discussion because... In one sense, it really does affect your life. It really does kind of, I don't know. It all has to do with, like, the deeper story. Like, you believe something because of your experiences Mm. and because of the people that you know and because of how you grew up, right? Mm. Which really affects, like, your deeper story and your narrative um, and what you have, what you know. And so I think being able to, like, say, like, yeah, your political views are not just divorced from who you are. You know, Mm. like, you're a result of of your story and your upbringing and the people that you know. And that's not a bad thing, but it's also just realizing that like, yeah, when someone says a political view, I'm also going to be interested in like, yeah, who you are underneath that because there's a mm-hmm. reason. And if we just stop getting mad at each other for <laughs> oh my goodness. just all of our politics and be like, yeah, there's probably a reason you feel like that. I'm interested in that yeah. reason. And that's the space where maybe we can like actually hear someone else's experiences and maybe change. Yeah. That's true. I think that's a good night to end on. Sister Martha's word of knowledge. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that concludes our thoughts about the politics in America. Watching politics. Watch, yeah. From afar. Yeah. This is what we think of you guys, just so you know. <laughs> America, we still love you greatly. We think you got some things you got to work through. Maybe we should all go to counseling together. I don't know. I don't know. But I did move away from America. So there's that. Yeah, that's true. We both left. <laughs> um, if that tells you anything, good luck. Yeah. But, bruh, I will stay up still for election hearts. night four years from now again. Oh, yeah. Even if I... It's so dang fun. Even if I haven't visited America yeah. in four years, I will definitely still stay Oh, man. Up. I will still follow the politics for the next four years. Oh, Don't you worry about the me. entertainment value is just oh, so I great. I love it. It's so fun. I love politics. I don't know what that says about us, that we, like, see politics as entertaining, but whatever. <laughs> it's totally fine. You know right. what? You know it's true. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. We love you guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye. This has been Drunk Nuns. <laughs> Did you say Drunk Nuns? Drunk. Drunk Nuns. All right. It turns out you can get a little bit tipsy on cider. All right. I definitely do. Okay. Okay. Bye.